Hey guys, it is Real Talk with Tracy. And what do I want to chat about today? Oh, let's chat about <laughs> I've already sighed, right? So you could tell that it's something that's like heavy on my mind. Um, let's talk about getting older and wanting to get plastic surgery and getting plastic surgery. When I, my dog is shaking his collar. He's like, no, mommy, no, don't do it. Um, when I was younger, I always thought this was just about vanity, um, which at a lot of times it is. But what happens as we get older for a lot of people and we move closer towards the end, which will be our death, I think that we want to feel and look as good as we do on the inside, on the outside. I will dance to a song, and I can tell you today, I videotape myself dancing, which is the worst thing I've ever done, because what I feel when I dance and the way I think I look is not how I look at all. I look like a middle-aged, chubby woman. Do I still have the good moves? Yeah. If I had a bunch of plastic surgery and lost 30 pounds, would those dance moves have looked better? Probably much better, yes. But the fact is, when you listen to music from your 20s, don't you feel like you're still in your 20s on the inside? But we have this shell that is decaying and dying like a bouquet of roses that are old. When you get a bouquet of flowers, they're perky and they're beautiful and they're just gorgeous and you take a picture of them and maybe you share them with your friends, who knows, the picture. But then after like three, four days, you kind of like, hmm, maybe I need to change the water, maybe trim some stems, a few of the you know flowers are kind of going sideways. And then after a week, you're like, wow, I bet he spent a lot of money on these flowers and they really just don't look good. So maybe I can Google something and find out if I could put some nutrients into these bouquet of flowers, throw the old ones away, maybe cut the stems again so the water will, you know, go up and rejuvenate the flowers. And then eventually you look at this bouquet and they're starting to get stinky and smelly and ugly. <laughs> And you would never take a picture of these old flowers and these old flowers die and they shrivel up and they're ugly. Well, nobody wants to be an ugly bouquet of flowers, right? We all want to stay beautiful. I mean, trying to be like a Kardashian, come on, how many people look like this? Uh, zero, 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 point zero of the population, you know? I think they're gorgeous women, but they've had a lot of work done. They have the money for personal trainers. They have the money for dietitians. They can go in and get fillers and all sorts of surgeries all the time. Most people can't do that. And they started out with great genes. I mean, look at their mom. Their mom is gorgeous, but not everybody can look like that. And that's okay. But I think that we all just want to look like a better version of ourselves. I have very heavy upper eyelids, which I get from my dad's side of the family. And I've been asked for years, are you tired? 
and it's like, no, I'm, I'm fine if I don't wear lipstick when I used to go to work. Are you sick? No, I just didn't put on lipstick today. Oh, I thought you were like kind of tired and sick. So I got in the habit of kind of pulling my eyebrows up, especially in pictures, so I wouldn't look like a tired basset hound. And now it's getting to be too much. It's actually my upper lids, they're actually affecting the way I see. And I get a lot of headaches and I don't know why I get headaches, okay? I've always gotten headaches. Um, I hate when people ask me, why do you get a headache? Well, gee, if I knew, I wouldn't get any more freaking headaches now, would I? You know, or someone will say, you have another headache? It's like, you know what? Give me a freaking break. Um, Are you drinking enough water? Yes, I'm drinking enough water. Did you eat chocolate? No, I didn't eat any chocolate. So, you know... I get a lot of headaches and I'm thinking that the upper eyelids, the pressure on my eye, especially like when I'm on the computer and reading, I think all of this kind of contributes to possibly some of the headaches and the eye strain. So I am going to get my upper lids done by a very well-known surgeon out here that is highly recommended and I've done my research on him. So just got to pray to God it turns out well. And I'll tell you, I had a lump on my nose, kind of like, what do they call it? A Roman nose, a classical nose, a Grecian nose, a big Jewish nose. It was kind of a hooky nose. And I never noticed it, you guys, because I only look at myself from the front. And when I was having all sorts of trouble with breathing, my husband said, you know, you're going to get the bump straightened out. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, your nose, you know, you kind of have like the, the, the bump, the hump. So I started looking at myself and I started looking, you know, in the mirror, like sideways, looking at the nose and I'm thinking, geez, that would look so much more attractive if that was straight. Hmm. So when I had the inside of my nose worked on, I paid a little extra. They broke the bone. It was freaking painful. Um, Am I glad I did it now? Yes. I really, I breathe better and I feel that my nose is more attractive and I like it. So, you know, the surgeon was going to be in there anyway, dealing with the turbinates and all these other things going on in my nose. So I had the plastic surgery and the inner stuff done. And for the first time, I could smell fresh cut grass. I could never smell that before. I thought if a burglar came in and put tape over my mouth like a home invasion, that I would die because I couldn't breathe through my nose. I mean, could not breathe through my nose. I don't know how I lived that long dealing with not being able to breathe through my nose but I did. So I finally had that done. I felt much better. And you know, the pain, the pain is just for a short time and then it goes away. And as long as you have good results, you really, you know, you don't hang on to it. You let it go. Um, 
And then I decided, you know, my breasts are really kind of looking sad. You know, I didn't have big breasts, but without a bra, they were just like National Geographic kind of... You know, when you see the women running through the fields and they haven't worn bras all their life and their boobs are hanging down and, you know, looking at the ground and just really deflated and really sad. And I thought to myself, you know, (laughs) my dog is like, don't tell him about your breast. No, I need to tell them also about my breast. Okay, so I got a breast lift. Never wanted implants, was totally against it, but the surgeon talked me into just getting a small gummy implant, which I did. I want to tell you it was incredibly painful. I also want to tell you if you ever do this the first night, get a nurse and stay with the nurse all night. So I did come home. Um, I also had liposuction on my hips. I would have been, I was really like, um, what's, what's, what's the word I'm trying to find out? I don't know. I could have gotten blood clots. Okay. So I had to get up every two hours. So the surgeon called me and said, your husband's going to have to get you up every two hours. And I couldn't, you guys, I would have peed the bed if he didn't get me up. I could not get out of bed by myself. I couldn't even roll out of bed by myself. I was completely helpless and I really think when you have surgery like this you should really get a nurse for the first night and stay in some type of a I don't know what they call it some kind of a rehab hotel where you pay additional the nurse is little literally with you all night because the nurse she's used to doing this this is what she does so I could bear, I couldn't even feed myself the anesthesia. You know, they put me under general anesthesia. I had a horrible sore throat from the tube going down my, my throat. And that went on for a couple weeks. I think that was almost worse than everything else with the nose job too. When they put that tube down your throat, oh my God. So that was really hard. So got my breasts done. Do they look better? Yes, it's an improvement. Is it exactly what I wanted? No, not as good as what I wanted. I'll be back. Okay, so the phone was ringing and you know, it was probably like a car warranty place or like one of the hotels trying to give me a three night stay for like a discount. So sorry about that. So yeah, the breast, the breast lift. Was it as high as I wanted? Was it as perfect as I wanted? You know, do my breasts look like I wanted them to? Not really. Was it an improvement? A huge improvement. It's a huge improvement, okay? You know, they face out now. They look out instead of down. Does my husband love them? He does. Okay, so they didn't turn out exactly like I wanted, but a much, much, much improved breast. So I feel that and the liposuction because my hips were extremely, um, so much bigger than my waist and just to try to buy pants and stuff, it was really hard. So both sides of the hips, I really had them really suck, suck that out. Um, and you know, you have to wear this 
it's like, I don't know if you call it a Spanx or what it is, but you wear this tight um, pair of, let's just call them workout shorts. You wear them and the crotch, there's no crotch. So you pee and poop and everything while wearing this. And this goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks. You have to do this after liposuction. So you know what? None of this stuff is like fun. None of it. But is it worth it? Um, I think so. I think so. Now, as I am approaching 60, which that number sounds so old, freaking 60 years old. I mean, oh my God. Um, I'm going to be 60 in a year and a half. Um, my friends used, that were older used to talk to me about their neck. My neck. I hate my neck. I hate my neck. It's like, what's wrong with your neck? It's like hanging. I'm like, what? What do you mean it's hanging? You know, and they talk about their hands are wrinkled and my neck's hanging. Okay, so now I get it. Okay, I get the thing. You can't moisturize your hands enough. Your hands start to look old. And then your neck starts to hang and your face starts to fall. And depending upon your genetics, okay, I have very kind of Eastern European... Russian, Polish, Ashkenazi, Jewish, Zoftic, really curvy women in my life. They all have a lot of cellulite. <laughs> another another gift from my mother. Oh my God, thank you so much. Just what I wanted. A bowl of cellulite. Okay, so I have cellulite. And I also don't have a lot, as much, let's say, elasticity that I would like to have. Um... So I'm starting to get those marionette lines and my face is starting to come down to where instead of being kind of heart shaped, now the bottom of the face is getting more rectangular and I hate it. I really hate it. I noticed it when I bought the doorbell that has the video on it. We bought the doorbell with the video and it's low. It's about... I don't know, my bra level maybe. And so every time I would come in, it would videotape me coming in and I started and I'd be looking down. And I started looking at myself and I'm thinking, who the hell is this? Oh my God, do I really look like this? Holy shit. You know, I wanted to go like running and screaming down the street. Um, so yeah, this is what happens. So... I have been looking into a facelift procedure and does it scare me? It does. And do I want to get it done? Not really, but I am going to be looking at my face hopefully for another 25 or 30 years. And if I can feel happier about myself when I look in the mirror, I'm not doing it to impress anybody. I'm not doing it to try to keep up with, you know, movie stars or the, or the, you know, the pretty, the prettiest lady in the neighborhood. I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. I would do this strictly for me because I want to feel good when I look in the mirror. Um, we're all going to get old, God willing, and we're all going to die. And while I'm here, I've decided 
if I can feel better about myself when I look in the mirror, that I'm going to do those things. Am I going crazy with it? No. I've had a nose job. I've had a breast lift. I've had some liposuction. I know people that have had their breasts done five times, six times, seven times. I'm not looking for perfection. I am far, far, far away from perfect. And I will never obtain that. I am never going to look like I did in my 20s and 30s. And by the way, I was so self-critical when I was in my 20s and 30s that it's really sad because I look back now and I'm like, wow, I was really a beautiful woman and I was always so hard on myself. And it's a shame because I should have appreciated myself and my youth more then. But, you know, the self-talk, the negative self-talk. So anyway, I'm going to check into some facial procedures. Um, I do not want to judge anybody uh, about getting plastic surgery. You know, when people get these implants in their butt and Brazilian butt lifts and stuff like this, that I don't really understand. I look at it and I think, God, that's crazy. That is such a risk. Um, And probably a facelift is a risk too. But I guess I'm going to have to weigh out the risk versus reward. I'm going to have to weigh out who I go to. Am I going to take the cheap route? No. I'm not going to gamble and go to Tijuana and get a facelift. Not going to do that. There's people that do that and they're absolutely fine. And there's people that do that and they're not fine. So, but anyway, I just wanted to share my thoughts with you on plastic surgery. Um, the hardest thing for me, I guess, is my genetics with my legs and the fact that I have a lot of cellulite and it's kept me from attending pool parties over the years. There's only certain people I feel comfortable being around in a bathing suit. It's getting harder and harder and harder. I mean, I don't even want my husband to see me in a bathing suit anymore. I mean, when we make love, it's like the lights are off and there's candles and that's it. Do I really want to like parade around nude during the day and make love in the daytime? Not really. I mean, do we sometimes? Yeah. But I hate my cellulite. And it's a part of me. It's a part of my lineage. My grandmother had it. My mother had it. It's not all of me. It doesn't represent who I am. But it's a part of me. It's a flawed part of me that I don't like. And I still love the beach. I will probably go on more trips and I will probably wear those, you know, they're like tights where they're like to your knee, almost like a yoga pants. I will probably wear something like that when I go swimming in the future. I will never be back in a bikini and probably not even in a one piece. You know, unless I'm totally just like maybe with some girlfriend that's in the same situation as me. So we don't care. We don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to count her dimples and she's not going to count mine. And we don't have to worry about being attractive. We just go and have a good time. So anyways, sending a lot of love 
and hugs out to all of you at this time. We're still dealing with this COVID crap. I myself went for a booster, my third Pfizer shot, other than a sore arm, I have no side effects at all. And I have an autoimmune disease, I have coronary artery disease, I get migraines, I have a bunch of stuff. And I'm fine. So I would highly recommend that you guys do that. Um, just want to thank you all. I'm getting listeners literally all around the world. I get the demographics every week or every, you know, I could look every day, but come on. I look like once a week. But, uh, you know, the Philippines, Hong Kong, Germany, Spain, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. I appreciate all of you guys. It's so fun to share my thoughts with you. I hope one day to do some guest public speaking somewhere um, or perhaps some radio show segments, which I've done a couple on Jay's uh, surgery, but I would love to do more. So anyway, guys, take care. Please share if you've enjoyed my podcast. If not, don't share it. Hell, why would you? But if you've enjoyed it, please share my podcast. And I have a bunch of other ones on all different things, including quitting smoking, um, my husband's maxillectomy surgery, how we fought United Healthcare because they didn't want to pay for my husband's surgery, and my narcissistic mother, and much, much, much more. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening.